My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine bout to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag These private flights, Miami nice, these Gucci bags full of cash What's going on, family? It's your man Tay Sweat here once again And you know what it is We got another Money Monday coming your way Today is just me I'm waiting on my man E, he's handling some business for us We got some really big news coming our way So... E is off the island right now, handling big business. I appreciate you, E, if you're listening. And uh, but you know, of course, we got to keep the show going for the people. So we want to make sure that while things are going on currently in the market, that I come in and just you know do a, you know address it a little bit, right? Just do a little something. So today, what I want to talk about, more especially the stock market slash the economy, is how long? Because I keep getting this question from people. Tay, how long do you think we're gonna be? Uh, in this bearish market, in this crashing market, how long do you think this thing is going to be really bad? So that's what I want to talk about today, because honestly, if you were, you know, if we were on the street and you walked up to me and you just asked that question, I'd have to give you a really like short answer, right? A short and concise answer, because there's a lot of stuff going on right now. And there's many, I, I, if I had to say it this way, there are many paths we can take with this. Right. So if you were to ask me in a calm setting like this, Tay, how long are we getting ready to go through this whole bear market, this down economy, this bad news? You know, how, how long are we going to have to deal with this? I'll give you two two things. Number one, we're going to have to deal with this as long as inflation and unemployment is where it's at. We have to change those two have to. If we can't get those corrected or fixed, then we're going to have some issues. Right. For my people who are in STB, you have seen me. You've seen me talk about this and, and I've actually showed you the chart. I have historical data that shows that as long as we are under five percent unemployment, I know that sounds bad, five percent unemployment or lower, the stock market is going to do poor. It's not going to do very well. And historically speaking, anytime we've been under about five percent unemployment, the actual actual stock market did maybe 3%, 4% a year, right? Nothing at all. Now, once unemployment comes back up and more people lose jobs, I know that sounds really bad. I'm going to keep saying that. As employ or unemployment goes higher in percentage and more people lose their jobs, the stock market will do better. It's just part of it. Historically speaking. Now, can this, you know, can these historical facts detach from each other? Yeah, absolutely. I, I can see it happening. We don't know what's going to cause it to happen, but it could happen. Right. Could we have a very bullish stock market with super low unemployment rates? I'm sure it could happen. I don't know what it will take for that to happen. But historically speaking, that has never happened. And historically speaking, as long as we're under 5% unemployment, we are going to have a poor performing stock market. It's just part of it. Number two, we talked about the inflation, right? How long are we going to be going through a down economy? Well, when it comes to the infl inflation part of things, I think it's going to be it's going to be a hard task getting the economy back together. Not even just the stock market, just the economy. Why? Because things are getting more expensive. And if unemployment goes up, people lose jobs, which means they have to crunch their expenses and what they can basically what they can afford to spend or live on month by month. They're going to, have to crunch that. If you crunch that, but inflation is still high, your food is going to cost more. 
I don't know if anybody's heard the, the actual the news on this whole thing, but it costs you more due to inflation. It costs you more to go to the grocery store to get your food than it does to just go out to eat and go to some fast food restaurant. If inflation stays where it is, that is only going to get <laughs> I would say going I was gonna say better because maybe some people just don't want to cook. But it's only gonna get worse. It's only gonna get worse. That that means basically fast food is gonna get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and cheaper in reference to grocery, you know, going to the grocery store and cooking your own meals. If inflation stays where it is. Now, why, you know, why is that, Tay? Well, some of the reason that is because if you buy in bulk, you get a cheaper price. This is what it is, right? So when a restaurant buys, you know, let's just say you want burgers, right? If the restaurant buys or, or has a, a purchase order of 100,000 burgers, they're not going to pay what you pay for your two burgers at the grocery store, right? Per burger. They're not going to pay per burger what you pay per burger. So their per burger price is going to be much cheaper than your per burger price. It's just what it is, right? And as long as inflation is here, that means oil prices or gas is going to be more expensive, which means to get the burger to your grocery store versus getting a burger to your fast food restaurant, your burgers are going to cost more. Why? Because we, we had to drive a truck here to deliver your two burgers to the grocery store. Meanwhile, they ordered 100,000 burgers and that same truck went to one place. Right. So, you know, and I'm, I'm very simple with this thing. You know, I'm making it very simple just so people can understand. But of course, it's more complicated or more intricate than what I'm explaining. But this is what's going on. Right. And as long as inflation is high and unemployment is low, I do think we're going to have these issues. Right. Um, just for the people who are wondering, are we in a recession? I keep getting that. Are we in a recession? Tell you, are we in a recession? They're telling us we're not. They're telling us, hey, we are in a recession based on the definition of recession. Two negative quarters of GDP. But not only that, there are four more things that I'm looking at that tell me that we are in currently in a recession or we will be in recession over the next maybe three months, three to six months. Right. So right now, this is September 2022. I would say by February, March 2023, they will announce that we are, in fact, in a recession. This is just what I see coming. This is what I see happening. And the reason why I say this is because I have four other things that I look at to tell me what's going on. People who are in STB, you already know what we're talking about, right? We got the anxious index. We got the, uh, you know, the CPI or not the CPI, excuse me, the consumer confidence indicator, right? That's another one. So not the CPI, but CCI. So the consumer confidence is super low, all time lows. Um, the anxious index has passed our key area to let us know that we're in recession. And as a matter of fact, based on the anxious index, we got over the last, what, 50, 60 years, as you track the anxious index, every time we've reached the levels we are currently sitting at, yeah, we we pretty much go into a recession. They announce it, right? So we are there. I have more than five, six different things telling me we're there. So, you know, there's a few others, Ted spread and things like that. But these are a few things that let me know that we are, in fact, in a recession. Now, this is what I use for my people who are in STB and people who are just, you know, watching the, the free course, you know, um, in the Facebook because I have a Facebook group for my people who just want to see what we do for free. Um, I've even, you know, helped you all and I've kind of told you all how this thing works. You buy the rumor, you sell the news. 
So the news is not going to tell you you're in a recession right now. You have to know what to look for. If you know what to look for, you go find it. You get in before they actually give you the news. So rumor is we are in a recession. If you know what you're looking for and you know where to enter, you go in, you short the market or whatever you need to do, right? You go in, you do what you have to do because you're buying the rumor. And then when they actually come out and say, yes, we are in recession, that is the news and you sell the news, right? It's kind of how it works. This is what we've been doing. So how long do I think we'll be in this whole thing, right? Let's get back to that question. How long do I think we're going to go through a crashing market or how long do I think this is going to last? Well, me personally, I think maybe six months. I think maybe six months could be as long as about 18 months. Right. You have to look at the historical data. You have to look at what I'm seeing and, you know, all of my indicators, you know, astrology, et cetera, et cetera. I'm seeing us, you know, getting. I would say a breath of fresh air towards December 2022 right we should get a breath of fresh air towards December 2022 what does that mean that means we have some more pain to go through from now which is September 2022 I think we're going to go through pain from September 2022 which is where we are currently all the way over until end maybe mid or end of October we'll go through a bunch of pain I'm not gonna lie as far as the stock market especially stock market will go through a bunch of pain it's going to be tough. If you know, you know, STB, we're not worried. We've been making money this whole time. We will continue to make money. That's nothing different. Right. But for my people who are not in STB, I have to help. I have to help them as well. Right. So we will go through some pain. Right. We will go through some pain as a collective. But I do see after December 2022 or maybe even mid-December 2022, I do think we come out of this thing and we start looking up. I'm not saying we're going to reach all time highs. I'm not saying the market's going to be, oh, my God, we've we've recovered. We're over. No, 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 no. I don't think we're going to be recovered fully and the market's just going to bounce back that quick. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen. But what I do see happening is, number one, we're going to we're going to go through the pain from October or from September 2022 to October. We'll come out in December and start looking somewhat in the clear or at least finding a floor. And then from January through, I'd say pretty much all of 2023, you're going to you're going to start seeing something play out to where there will be some turbulence still. But we will not leave 2023 without being bullish in the stock market. I don't know what's going to happen. I can't I'm not a fortune teller. But what I can tell you is historically speaking. <laughs> based on the presidential cycle, we will not leave 2023 without being bullish in some way, form. I don't know what is going to happen, but they're going to fix this thing. That's just how it's always happened. If they don't, then you can pretty much count whoever's running for president next. You can just probably go ahead and count them as a winner. I'll just be honest with you. Right. So this is kind of how it happens. This is what I'm seeing. I do think um, for the people who are looking at the economy and not necessarily the stock market, the stock market and economy don't necessarily go hand in hand. A lot of times the economy may be doing bad while the stock market is still going up. We saw this in COVID or the times of COVID when nobody had, you know, people were losing jobs. There was a mass layoff, but they started printing money. The stock market went up. This is what happens. There's usually a disconnect. So I do think there's going to be a disconnect for the next two years, to be honest with you. So the economy speaking 
if if the inflation's not fixed, the stock market can still rally or at least find a bottom. But if inflation and unemployment is not fixed, then the economy is still going to be somewhat in you know trouble. So this is what I'm seeing. So I could see that happening for another once again, about 18 months, almost two years. So if that plays out the way I see it, um, we're definitely going to have to look at food prices, gap, gas prices, um, unemployment, rent. Rent is increasing. Not sure if y'all are seeing this or not, but rent is increasing. And it's, you know, it's at all time highs for many places. Right. New York, uh, L.A., Miami. Right. To get a decent place in Miami going to cost you 10K a month. Right. So, you know, and, and decent is relative. Let me say that decent is relative. Um, but, yeah, if you're in my, Miami area, I mean, shit, you know, two, three bedroom might cost you three, four grand. Right. Three, four grand a month. Um, like I said, if you get something nicer. Yeah. You're looking at easy ten thousand dollars a month. Easy. Now, I know that's hard for a lot of people to grasp, but uh, that is the reality of what we're dealing with here. That is the reality of what we're dealing with. So that's what I see um, us needing to look at as far as the whole uh, economy thing goes. We need to track gas, food, rent and jobs. If these are not looking good for each other. The economy's not going to do better. So you're going to have to you got to brace yourself. Right. So I want to help you. What can we do, Tay? What can we do during a down economy? Tay, what is going to be the best? And I'll probably do another episode. Um, Tay, what, what can I invest in while the economy is going down or while the stock market is crashing? Right. What are some things that we can invest in, Tay? We'll do another. I'll do another episode on that. But what can you do just for like your living when it comes to just living and surviving? What are some things you can do? You know, I'm a fan of roommates. Get you a roommate. I know peace of mind, yada, yada, yada. You don't want anybody sneaking in on you while you're having sex. You don't want anybody drinking the last little bit of your orange or your apple juice. You don't want anyone. I get it. I get it. Right. But what I always tell people is these are luxuries. These are luxuries to, for you to be able to say, I, I want my peace of mind to be able to come home and enjoy my space without someone else being there. That is a luxury. Your peace of mind is a luxury. I won't be, I won't even lie to you. It's a luxury. And if you have not done the right things in your past and whether it's invested, if you have not made the right risk, cause it takes, you got to risk. There is no great accomplishment without risk. So if you have not taken the correct risk, if you have not done the right things to get to a level where you can afford to live by yourself without struggling. Then, yeah, that's that's a luxury you can't have, family. I, I want to help you. all And that's one of the best ways that I can help you is by telling you to get a roommate. It helps you to split your bills. You split your bills down the middle. Someone else needs a roommate, too. They move in with you. Y'all both save, you know, pretty much 50 percent of what, you know, <laughs> You would have been spending anyway. So you say 50 percent, that 50 percent can either go to one, your savings account two paying off debt. That's going to be my next thing after your roommate pay down your debt. And number three, a lot of people ask me, Tay, what do you do in a messed up economy? Well, one of my first things is I look for a new skill. If I haven't been through something before, 
I need somebody to teach me. Hey, I haven't been through this type of uh, down economy. But Mr. Joe Blow, who's 65 years old, you've been through something like this. I'm going to pay you. Here's the money. You know, here's some money for you to coach me. I need you to coach me on how to survive this thing because you went through plenty of craziness back in the day, you know, when you were first born. Right. So I, you know, I like to, you know, create or, or develop new skills. Now, that's not a fix for, for some people. Some people don't have enough money to learn a new skill or to pay somebody to learn a new skill. Some people don't even have the guts or the mindset to say, yes, I need to pay somebody for a new skill. So that's that's another thing that I do. But once again, that's not for everybody. So the first few pay off your debt, get you a roommate and probably most important. I've mentioned this before. Make sure you are irreplaceable at your job. Even if you are replaceable, make make it to the point where you are so valuable to your boss or your company that they're like, ah, I hate to do this, but you're the last one we have to let go. Right. So make sure you are in that position. You do these few things. It's going to be tough as far as the economy goes, but you will survive. You should Right. You should survive because there are many people in way worse situations than you. There are people who don't want to get the roommate. So they're going to continue to struggle living by themselves. There are people out there who are not going to be debt free. So they're still accumulating debt. I think right now, if you just go search the debt that people are taking out just to uh, cover grocery bills is going up. Right. So debt is still going to be going up. So. The reason why I say you should be okay if you can take care of these few things that I just mentioned is because if you have these things taken care of, there are going to be thousands, hundreds of thousands of people who don't have these things taken care of. They'll get hit first and they'll get hit so bad before it reaches you that hopefully we, we would like to think so. that the government step in to save those people right before it hits you and you'll get saved as well. That's just kind of how I see it. And, it, and when I say save, that just means they're going to do something to turn the economy around. This is what I think I happened, right? Could I be wrong? Absolutely. Do I think I'm wrong? No. So this has been my time. You know, a great episode. I hope you enjoy. I hope it was helpful. This is what I see happening. This is how long I think we'll be in the market, uh, you know, a down market, the economy, the real estate market and the stock market. I do think these all three are going to get hit over the next stock market is already getting hit. But over the next six to 18 months, I do think these will get hit. But as long as you are positioning yourself in the right place, you're going to be fine. I'm going to keep my butt down here in the house. Right. We got everything we need at the house. So I'll be here <laughs> banging out some podcasts and making more content content for you all. Seeing what I can do to help. All right. Till next time. This has been the Get to the Bag podcast. Another Money Monday. If you got any questions, hit me up. Leave me a five star review and put your question in that review. And from there, I'll answer your question. I do what I can to help. Until next time, peace.